I was like literally in, in the streets knocking on all doors. Uh, I had never done sales in my life. Um, so I didn't know what it is to like just take a, a door to your face. That was Lucy Bash, the founder of Too Good To Go, an app with now over 85 million users that helps companies save on food waste. This is her story of how she went knocking door to door to sign up companies to now building a multi-million dollar empire with employees all across the world. Lucy, thanks for joining today. Why does the subject matter that we're about to talk about matter to the person that clicked on this podcast? Well, I, uh, I built a company for fighting food waste. Uh, the idea was really that with companies, you can really change the world in a very efficient way. And when I realized that today we throw away 40% of the food we produce on the planet, I just thought that was totally crazy and that uh, I wanted to do something about it. And so a very simple idea came to my mind of like connecting stores that have leftovers at the end of the day to consumers, people like you and me, who can pick up the leftovers and, uh, and pay a, a very small price for it. So that's the idea of Too Good To Go. And uh, since then, it's been uh, many experiences that I'll happily share today. I want to start with your founding story. Take me back to your time at Nestle when you were working on the production of Kit Kats and other chocolate bars, when you noticed an issue. What was the issue that you noticed and what was the problem that you wanted to solve? Yes, I was working in the food factories, uh, discovered a lot of production process. And I think what really caught me then was the fact that uh, the way we produce food today um, is, is the same as if we would produce fridges or like, you know, electronics or cars. We don't really think about um, what are the ingredients you p- we put in that are going to have an impact on our house, on our environment, um, and also how do we produce it. And when I realized that uh, it's actually part of the production process to waste a lot of food through it, and that at the end of the day, if we can produce faster and make uh, the cost of each product cheaper, then everyone is happy. I started to find that like, you know, my values were not really aligned with what, with what I was spending my time on. Um, and that's when I realized that I needed to change something. And what did you decide to change? What was that process like? I decided to put my energy and my time uh, towards something that was really meaningful for me, and that was the fight against food waste. Um, as I said in the intro, uh, throwing away 40% of the food we produce when like, it's nearly a billion people who uh, can't feed themselves um, every day. Um, it's, uh, it's $1.3 trillion of food that we throw away every year, and that's responsible for 10% of greenhouse gases emission. So. I mean, in, in no way it makes sense uh, to throw all that. And so I decided that I didn't, want, I didn't want to be part of the old food system anymore. I wanted to contribute to create the new one. And that's when uh, the idea of Too Good To Go started to come to my mind. And uh, really quickly, actually, I decided to quit and to take at least a year uh, to try and work on something I truly believed in. And uh, eight years later, I'm still here talking about Too Good To Go. So it was a, it was a, good, uh, it was a good decision. So you wanted to take a chance uh, to build something that you wanted to believe in and have an impact on food waste. What were some of the first steps that were going through your mind on how you could build a company to help solve this problem? Yes, I would say the first thing is to take a pen and paper and try and put your ideas down. Um, I, re- I really like literally drew the screen. Um, I'm an engineer, but I couldn't code. Uh, so I tried to, I struggled. And then I was like, well, I found someone better than me to do that. Uh, but I, I, I first need to kind of like have the typical customer experience. So I just uh, wrote it down. And then I think 
one of the most important thing I did at that time was to, to share the idea with as many people as possible. So, you know, often you hear like, uh, protect your ID and make sure that no one steals it because they're going to do it faster than you. For me, I was so um, willing to reduce food waste and find a solution for it that in a way, the more we would be, the merrier. And, and so I was just excited to like share the ID and see how people would react to it. What, do, what did they love? What did they block on? And actually by talking about it, um, that made the ID become, uh, start to become reality in a way. And, and uh, so, so the more you share it, the more you make it real, the more you start to be able uh, to be comfortable with your pitch. Uh, and I think for me, that was the, the first step uh, to starting to build the company. So Too Good To Go basically goes to bakeries and other types of uh, companies, tries to get them to sign on board. And the whole pitch process idea is like, hey, if you have extra food to throw out the, at the end of the day, instead you can sell it for five, six bucks and you can give it away to other people and still make some money off of it. I was listening to one of your interviews and I heard that actually throwing away food costs uh, companies money. How is that possible? I think that could be a mi big uh, misconception. Yeah. So you have to think about it. I mean, first you, you pay some money to produce food that you end up not selling. And on top of that, uh, you throw it away. So there is a whole like waste management uh, cost, uh, where, you know, when you produce food, um, when you waste food in a big proportion every day, then of course that costs money as well. Um, and now more and more countries as well are starting to, um, you know, uh, weight your waste. And, um, and basically, uh, you, you end up paying fine uh, if you waste too much. Uh, and to go, to go is definitely advocating for it as well. And like saying, you know, when you're in the business of producing food, it should be your responsibility to make sure that you, uh, you don't throw anything away. And also, it makes sense with your economics. It makes sense to your personal values as well, because I can promise you that like so many people... Um, so many entrepreneurs uh, run their own stores, produce their own food. And at the end of the day, having to throw, throw away something that you've put a lot of effort and money and time in um, is, is really uh, something you don't want to happen. So, so at the end of the day, I think the beauty of Too Good To Go is that it's really a win-win-win concept for the store uh, that end up not throwing away food anymore uh, and making money on it, but also getting new consumers to discover their food. And it's people living in the neighborhood. So I think that's a big argument for stores to join us as well. Uh, for consumers, um, you, you get some great food uh, for a third of the price and you do something very concrete in the fight against food waste. And for the planet, I mean, today, uh, now with Too Good To Go, we save four meals every second. Um, so it's a huge amount of food uh, that end up being not thrown away and therefore all the CO2 emission being avoided as well. And once you decided to hire an engineer to build the first version of the application or, or web app, uh, what was the process around that? And after you built it, then what? How did you start to get on uh, bakeries to sign up? So it was even better than that, actually. Um, by sharing the idea to more and more people, I realized that uh, some people were, had started to do the same uh, as I wanted to do. So actually, before I even started, I had what you could call competitors um, who were already like working on a website and who wanted to build an app as well. Um, and I went to a great conference uh, called Collaboration is the New Competition. 
And this idea that when you want to make an impact and when you, when what you care the most about is your vision of a planet with no food waste, then actually everyone doing the same as you is far from being a competitor. They are actually a lie that you should work with. Um, and so therefore I took my phone and I, I called the guys. Uh, they were in Denmark uh, at that time. And, uh, and that's how we decided to do it together. Um, and one of them was a developer. So, uh, so that's how I found my developers and my co-founders. And how did you start signing up the stores? What was that process to get owners on board? I'm sure they're very skeptical because it was different from how they've been conducting their business for years. Mm -hmm. So what was that process like on getting the stores to sign up to the platform? Yeah, in a, in a way, it's, uh, it's all about passion. I mean, when you're passionate about your idea and you know that it needs to work and it needs to happen, then that passion is very contagious. <laughs> so it's as simple as like going out in the streets, um, I was like literally in, in the streets knocking on all doors. Uh, I had never done sales in my life. Um, so I didn't know what it is to like just take a, a door to your face um, or things like that. But, you know, it's all about like um, just uh, being uh, persistent, being convincing. And because you're so convinced, uh, you actually get to convince people. And then the first one, the first yes you get is amazing uh, and that gives you the second one and the third one and it's it's very interesting because we we noticed with uh, afterwards the sales team i've hired is that often when you get a first yes in the day like often those are days where you're going to get five yeses and if you start getting no's then your mood just goes down and then you don't close anything that day so it's really about knowing how to boost yourself up continuously and make sure um that uh, when you're on a good uh, vibe just like only only meet new people because uh, they will see that you're confident and that will uh, convince them as well. So you're going to door to door. You mentioned now that you hired a sales team that uh, to be able to scale as the company scales. Um, how did you scale that sales process? I'm sure they're not all knocking door to door now. So what's that process like now? Well, um, now it's like uh, more than 500 people sitting in 17 different countries doing all different types of sales jobs because, yes, we still have the indie team uh, doing door-to-door. Some go in the streets, but some go with phones um, as well. They are helped by the fact that people know us now most of the time when, when they call. They are helped by great marketing tools and brand. But some of them still do that, like, you know, one-on-one calling and just convincing store by store. We're lucky as well that now more and more stores hear about us from word of mouth, from like uh, internet or also food waste has become more of a thing. Therefore, a lot of stores are looking for solutions. And because Too Good To Go is the global leader, they come really quickly to, our, to us. So we also have a team of inbound sales that just get phone calls and they onboard the stores directly. So that helps us to go way faster. And then we have a whole team as well of key account uh, salespeople, which are really about all those big brands uh, that, you know, like Panera or Pret or Waitrose or things like that. They, um, we try and onboard them. So from the headquarter, um, like you can take Starbucks in Seattle, for example. So we would both have conversations with them in Seattle, but also go to each of the stores in all the cities where we are live. Uh, to try and convince them like both uh, top down and bottom up as well. So that's what the team do now. And when you were going to door to door, uh, I remember hearing a story when I was researching for the podcast 
of an, some store not related to Too Good to Go, but that did something where all perishable items after a certain period of time were discounted. Um, but what they soon noticed is not long after starting the program, people who would normally shop during the day ended up buying at night when everything was cheaper, and they had to abandon that strategy. How do you prevent this from happening in the stores that you work with? What's that process? Yeah. So what's very innovative with Too Good To Go is that um, it's a surprise bag. So when you, as a customer, decide to save a bag on Too Good To Go, you never know exactly what's going to be in there. So you pay around $5 um, to get a great bag of bakery goods uh, in a bakery or to get some pizza slices at the pizzeria next by or to get a, a supermarket bag. But the only thing you know in a way is that you'll get three times the value at least in the bag you save. So for you, you know, you'll get $15 worth of food and you're going to pay $5. But you never know exactly what's in there. And therefore, that protects stores uh, from any um, existing customers to come through to good to go. Because, you know, when, when you go and shop at the supermarket, you know that you want like eggs and spinach for tonight. Um, but if you go through to good to go, you're actually going to discover new products. You're going to discover new stores that you haven't tried. And that surprise bag kind of become like a sample um, of products. And, um, and what we realize is that actually through to good to go, uh, stores make new customers because they would have tried this then they know the store, they liked, uh, they had a good conversation with the owner, and then they actually come back between, like for lunchtime uh, the day after. Another thing you need to know is to good to go is that there is the pickup time uh, is mentioned on the app, and that most of the time is at the closing time um, of the store. So you would have to go at an exact time, and you usually have a half an hour slot, and uh, you would uh, you would not know what you get exactly, and uh, and that turns it around instead of stealing existing customers for the store, it really brings new customers. And that's something that uh, the store we work with uh, really appreciate. And when you were going, uh, trying to sign up the first initial stores, what were some of the key setbacks or challenges you had in that process? Yeah, one of them you just mentioned of like, is it gonna steal some of existing customers? Another thing was uh, complexity. They were worried that they would have one more thing uh, to take care of. And the good news is that we really quickly convinced them that it was, uh, my promise was it's going to be as simple as to throw away food. And the way we do it is that you have some uh, number of bags that are uh, set on the platform automatically every day that you can always adjust, obviously. But the idea is that at the end of the day, uh, instead of throwing everything in a big uh, bin uh, bag, you actually just split it into like five surprise bags that have already been paid for on the platform and that five customers will come and pick up just by showing you showing you their receipt on the phone. Um, and uh, and uh, so it's, it's, it really takes uh, five seconds to work on the, on the to good to go process. So that's, that was a big uh, counter argument as well. Um, and yeah, overall, I think uh, a lot of them had um, lost hope that it, there was a solution. Uh, they said like, I've been doing that work for 20 years. I looked for a solution. Nothing exists that's going to be as flexible, that's going to be as uh, simple, and that's going to like not cost me too much money. And uh, the beauty of Too Good To Go is that it literally um, enabled them to stop wasting food in a very simple way, get new customers, put their brand uh, into a, a, a really nice app as well. We now have more than 85 million users uh, on Too Good To Go, 10% uh, of them, more than 10% of them being in the US. And uh, so imagine like just being for free on an app like that, it's also uh, great for your brand. 
And on top of that, we send you back money um, uh, at the end of each quarter uh, for the bags you've saved. And how do you guys make money? So on every bag that is purchased on the platform, we take a commission. So basically, our business model is totally aligned with the number of bags we save. That's actually our main KPI is the number of meals saved. Um, and that's, uh, that's perfectly linked with our revenue because for every bag saved, we take a fixed commission. And was bootstrapping an international startup or getting international customers while bootstrapping, was that an issue or what was that process like? I would say we definitely did some mistakes. You know, originally, uh, every time someone was calling from another market, we would be like, yeah, great, jump on, like just uh, launch a new market. When we didn't really know what we were doing, we didn't really have tools. Uh, we started to all do our own companies without kind of like sharing best practices. So it was a little bit chaotic uh, in a way that we didn't, um, you know, we were building a little bit of a card castle. Um, when we, but also because we didn't really... We, we were not sure we would still exist in like six months or a year. So you're like, why would I build long-term processes when like at the end of the day, it's just about getting some stores on the platform. So we did that for approximately a year. And then when we realized that stores loved it, that users were just growing like so rapidly, we could have never imagined that. And that the media loved it as well. Uh, we, we realized we were onto something and that it was time to build a proper castle and not just a, a card castle. Uh, and that's when we decided to uh, close down a few markets um, and, uh, and, and just make it happen for real, hire more senior people, uh, make it a global company as well. And, uh, and then, yeah, the real to go to go started to be born. And users were growing super fast. You now have more than 85 million users now. Uh, how did you get such scale in such a short period of time? Good question. <laughs> um, to be honest, we just um, stick to our values, stick to our mission and our DNA. And then we're like, we just had to cope with the flow of incoming users, incoming stores. Um, making sure that we were building the right support function as well um, while we were growing, making sure that we were hiring uh, the right talents uh, as well. So it was literally learning to do a bit everything at the same time. And it's like you learn running before you can walk. Um, so it's it's a very exciting challenge. Uh, we, we probably did some mistakes, but it was really about uh, learning by doing and thinking like every time we see an obstacle, how do we how do we solve it? And kind of like not look at the top of the mountain too fast, but more like think about step by step, like what is the issue I need to solve now to enable more growth? Um, and I think that's that's the way we did it. I think uh, PR uh, was definitely a huge enabler uh, for us. The the story we, we were telling um, really, you know, journalists loved it um, and they made a, a big a big part of the work for us because uh, then uh, consumers heard about it, stores heard about it. And you know, when you build a marketplace like Too Good To Go, it's all about like making sure that supply and demand kind of grow uh, together. Um, and so we realized that uh, supply brings supply, obviously, but supply brings demand as well. Because when you see that new store in your city, that's how you download the app. So all our efforts for a long time were focused on supply. And I think uh, that's really what brought us a, a very strong marketplace. And your story and mission was super important for the growth of your platform. How important is the story for other companies who are building out their products? 
Well, it depends what kind of company you build, right? But um, if you build a, a company for changing the world or for something you truly believe in, I believe the story, is the, the, the mission and the vision uh, is the most important. I mean, uh, very early on, we said that our vision was a planet with no food waste, simply a planet where every food produced was consumed. And our mission at Too Good To Go was to inspire and empower everyone to fight food waste together. Once we had that clear in mind, in a way you can, you can get through hypergrowth because you know your why um, and you know what you're doing. Um, so I would say um, whatever company you build, being very clear on what you're doing, and especially if your team grows fast, you know, it's not because it's clear in your founder's mind that it's clear for the rest of the team. And if you want to give them um, the responsibility they will need to take, if you want to give the senior people you hire the space they need to do, they need to have to operate, then um, it's it's super important uh, that the where are we going together is very clear for everyone and that you keep repeating it all the time. Um, because I've been surprised many times that uh, what was very clear for me was not necessarily clear um, for the rest of the team, especially when the team grows fast and that you get further and further away in a way for, from all the employees. And you started growing your company internationally before then penetrating the United States and a few other countries. Um, how were you able to continue that growth to other companies, uh, other countries? Um, we always try and sense... Um, when was the good time? When was the right time to launch a new country? Um, originally, we started with our six uh, markets. Um, and it's only when we were able to know why is this one more successful than that one? Or why is this one struggling? That uh, we believed we had a playbook that was strong enough to launch the next market. And for me, my own challenge was to say, how do I make sure that every new market I launch is faster and stronger than the one before? And we had that expansion playbook that was really about um, continuous improvement on making sure that all the learnings we, we get every time we launch a market are captured in that playbook so that when we hire the, the, the country manager for the next market, we give him or her that playbook and then uh, they, can, they can do an even better job than the one before. And uh, our first value is we win together. And that was very important to think, like, how do we share best practice and how do we help each other grow uh, all the time? And how do you know when the next market would be faster or stronger than the one before? So we stick to that main KPI of number of meals saved. And for us, it's like uh, after one week, two weeks, three weeks, three months, three years, how many meals are you saving in the market? And that's our no, that's our no star. That's what we care about. That's why we wake up every day. Um, and that's again, linked to our economical um, uh, impact as well. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the one thing. And then, of course, to save meals, you need new partners and you need new consumers. And you need consumers that come back on your platform. So those are the secondary KPIs, if you want. But the, sticking to one primary KPI that is very aligned to your mission is, for me, a, a very important key for success. And now that you've grown so much, what are some of the key goals that you have for the future? And what are the key challenges around those goals? 
So we want to continue uh, being relevant in fighting food waste. That means continuing to be very innovative. So we started with the app and the marketplace. Um, now uh, the marketplace also works for, uh, you can order parcels on to go So you can order uh, directly from industrials, not only from stores and supermarkets anymore, but also from huge players uh, that are wasting food in the food factories. So that's a, that's a new thing we're launching. We also work um, now uh, with a platform uh, which is uh, helping supermarkets to work on their um, uh, expiry dates. So in the supermarket, they can now scan an item and our platform will help them to know if they better discount it in the store, put it in a to-go bag or donate it to a charity. So we try and um, become really the food waste partner of all food players and uh, make sure that uh, while it's still expanding to new markets because food waste is an international issue so we need to be global and um, we also want to make our product stronger and stronger to really help our partners to not have any food wasted at the end of the day and what are some of the key challenges you're facing right now hey it's how do you keep that stick together in a way in terms of culture in terms of dna in terms of values i mean now the company is 1300 people across two continents, across 17 markets. So how do you, you know, have a great uh, DNI uh, policy? How do you stay a big corp company? How do you keep on improving internally and in the way we do things? Because we want to be a good company uh, for the world. And of course, with hyper growth and with expanding, um, in a way, you're always at risk of like not being the company you want to be anymore. So that's a constant uh, challenge and focus. Um, and then it's really about uh, always questioning ourselves on like what's next and what's the right balance between continuing to be great at what we already do while uh, launching new things. And, uh, you know, you can be also with an, entre an, an entrepreneur mindset. You can be drawn into I'm, I'm, I'm going to do new stuff and like I'm not going to look too much at the, the old stuff. But actually the old stuff is what allow you to do the, the, the new stuff. And it's also what what is your impact today? So, you know, when I say we say four meals every second, most of them come from the, the, this good old marketplace that we launched eight years ago and that we need to continue working on every day. So the biggest part of the team is on that. But now we have a team working on parcels, I mentioned. We have a team working on the platform, I mentioned, and many other things uh, as well. And before we wrap it up here, we have a couple of closing questions. One is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? <laughs> Probably the advice of um, pick your battles. And, you know, don't try to fight it all and don't try to, like, uh, make your point on every little things because you'll just exhaust yourself and also exhaust others. It's really about kind of like taking a step back and realizing what matters the most and how do I focus on those. And it's a little bit accepting to let go as well on some of the battles, either because the company is now many other people and they need to, you know, do it their own way as well. And that's why you have, you've, you've hired them. It's so that they do it their way. But also because there are so many challenges and there are so many ideas when you grow a company that you can't do them all. So it's like, which one do you pick and why and how do you prioritize them? 
And sometimes the more battles there are to fight, the harder it can be to pick which ones actually matter. Um, sure. how, do you, how do you go about finding the battles that matter? I have that little matrix in mind, which is like uh, effort and impact. So what is going to have the most impact towards my mission of like fighting as, as much food waste as possible and what's going to take the least effort. And then that, those are the, that's how I rank them in a way. Uh, I'll pick the ones with the least effort and the most impact. And for a last question, if you could give one piece of advice to your 18-year-old self, uh, what would you tell her? Maybe follow your guts, like follow what's in there, like keep on listening to your guts, make sure that they are very present in your life and in your decisions. And whenever you feel it inside, then just go for it because that's where you'll have fun and that's where you'll be happy and that's where you'll be good as well, I think, because it's such a pleasure uh, to work on something you're truly passionate about. Then in a way, you know, you, you can... You have a superpower because when it's in there, then uh, yeah, you have unlimited skills, uh, or or you get those skills uh, if needed. Yeah, I truly agree. I found that when my mind and heart are both aligned on something, that's when I'm able to execute to my greatest potential. Um, but all right, everyone, thank you very much for taking the time, Lucy, for joining the show. We'll have a link to Too Good to Go in the episode description down below for anyone who wants to check it out. It's on the Apple App Store um, and many others. Well, thank you very much, Lucy. Greatly appreciate it. My pleasure. It. Thank you.